Hello and welcome to another Woodshop Podcast with Mike Coffey of Coffee Custom Builds, Daniel Dunlap of Daniel Dunlap Woodworks, and Peter Kapar of Petrie's Workshop. You can find us all as well as the podcast on Instagram and YouTube. Welcome to episode 80 of Another Woodshop Podcast, the big AEW. Now, I just want to let everyone know that AWP is officially the first FDA recognized and approved podcast out there. It's true. Uh, we got the stamp last it's week. It's true. We Fauci got came down approval. with the stamp. Boom. Is Fauci yep. in charge of that? Department? Side effects are so. pretty bad. Get but... AWP injected right in your arm. Yeah. <laughs> but living without it? Yeah. Not for me. So, uh, Mike. What's up? Speaking of... Uh, I said speed round. We're actually not going to talk about anything. We're going straight into the voicemails. What about the the people that? Nope, we're not doing it. Okay, fine. You insist. Stop twisting my arms, guys. I did it for you guys. (laughs) If you wanted to sponsor the show. Uh, or if you already sponsor the show and want to stop sponsoring the show, you'll go to patreon.com forward slash another workshop podcast. Uh, but we'd recommend you actually just sponsor the show instead of on. I'm getting strong Um, micro machine guy from Mike right now. Do you remember the micro machine guy? Super cool reference. I don't know what you're talking yeah, about. We from, all get from it. From the 90s? No. Is it yeah, a fat joke? No. no, 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 no. He was a super fast talker. <laughs> Is it like a small pee pee joke? What, like, <laughs> oh my goodness. No. Wow. The micro machine. So, first of all, how did you figure out my nickname in high school? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, big thanks to our Patreon supporters. You guys are amazing. If you wanted to head over to patreon.com forward slash another woodshop podcast, Dan will send you a micro machine sticker. Um,. <laughs> And that's kind of it. For so the, small, you can't see it. So, so it's a little baby sticker. Uh, and you can't prove he didn't send it either because uh, that's just how it works. Um, so that's it for the Patreon segment. We're going to quickly roll into another segment. Hey, look, this show is going to be kind of fast paced because uh, Mikey's tired. <laughs> I'm real tired. We're all got a lot of stuff going on. Dan's got to drive out of town in the morning. I've got just – I'm just buried with um, – with the house stuff, and Pete has to uh, re-up his immigration paperwork tomorrow, so he's got to get out there. I've got to get up crazy <laughs> early at like 10 a.m., and we're driving out of town, <laughs> like 30 minutes out of town. It's it's going to be a rough day. 30 minutes? At the embassy at 7 a.m. I don't want to hear it. Aren't you going <laughs> – embassy. Aren't you Aren't you really driving – how far is that drive for real? Oh, we'll get into that with uh, It's about six it's hours. Well, Holy. Dan, why don't you tell us? Uh, but, but before you say that, well, I want you to sing something. Well – before he does anything, he's we're gonna have to go into reviews. I mean, that's you guys the are getting line. way the ahead of yourselves is, here. I thought we were skipping everything. <laughs> the bottom line is you can't skip the get, new the new mm-hmm. segment that I love so the, much. The new hot segment, Dan. Shut up right now so you can sing. Oh, Black Betty, Ram, Lamb. Outstanding. That was just amazing. It was beautiful. When you said Blam, I I tear up. Every <laughs> time. Blam. Every time it brings a tear, a single tear rolls down my face. Uh, the first review. And it's probably one of the best four that we're going to read tonight because there's four. Um, Savvy Swed, the Savvy Swed. Swede? Don't forget the. Yeah. Uh, It's Swed. There's no no two. We're going with Swed. Um, Okay. The best sleepwalk coaches. (laughs) Cursed with a lifelong sentence of somnibalism, sleepwalking, and hyperkeratosis, excessive skin growth. (laughs) Uh, my, I don't know. This sounds great though. My Moel attempted, my Moel, att- I don't know what this is, attempted yet another unsuccessful reduction. My friend Keith Morsels Johnson <laughs> 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 
suggested I listen. I think he's a patron. Yeah. Suggested I listen to AWP. After only two episodes of AWP, I've learned how to embrace my affliction instead of hiding from it. <laughs> now, when I wake up after sleepwalking, I find myself in the garage vigorously rubbing wood with sandpaper, scrapers, glue, and essential oils. Thank you, AWP, for teaching me how to work my wood. P.S. The only oh. downside, it's always someone else's garage, never my own. <laughs> the next the next excessive skin growth it's <laughs> so gross sounding i have that too but then my body sneezes and it goes back to normal what <laughs> i got uh, mine trimmed off when i was young and go on J. <laughs> oh my nips jb king 14 jb king 14 says this great advice I believe it's supposed to be advice but it's great advice i like that my one, wife right? was getting sick of all my body hair but I wasn't sure I was ready to manscape. After listening to every episode, I finally got the courage to manscape instead. <laughs> she still isn't happy with she still isn't happy with the situation. But at least I know why they like that Merkin company so much. Am I wearing it Merkin. wrong? <laughs> Sponsored by Merkin. Merkin. The Merkin Haros. Is that the joke we had made a long time? <laughs> uh. So dumb. Uh, this review, five stars, of course, is brought brought to you by Gotta Fart. Uh, <laughs> cheaper than a doctor. I'm so glad that I found another Woodshop podcast. I've always had issues with my armpit skin tags. Oh, gross. Oh. So, so <laughs> that, that, hit, that hit too close to home. That's Yes, just be hitting different. Going to the doctor was kind of embarrassing. Very expensive, and the removal was painful. After oh, Fingernail no, clippers, I, my dude. Oh, I realized after listening to AWP that the armpit skin tags can just be taken off in moments with a palm sander and 40 grit sandpaper. Yikes. That's skin tag free sanding. No longer do I worry about the expense and embarrassment of going to, to the doctor and the pain isn't really that much worse than going to the doctor. I believe AWP should add holistic medicine to their Yelp listing. Someone's already found the Yelp listing. Uh, also, instead of using a uh, Band-Aid at the end, brown paper bag. Yes. It's just as good. Paper bag yep. it. Uh, this one's from Mr. Nick, which I believe is the doctor from The Simpsons. The AWP wig. There's a lot of wig and skin stuff going on in these reviews. What is going on? <laughs> I mean, we are Our listeners market, have a lot of medical problems, y'all. <laughs> yeah. Lots of skin, lots of hair issues. My wife suggested that I use Itching. the affiliate link to get my AWP wig. But it's not as advertised. It's not human hair. It's horse, of course. And it's not from a mane. It's from, Is it from a mane? It's right from the horse's butt. And when I wear, I get attacked by huge flies. Thanks, AWP. These reviews are really going downhill. <laughs> but they're perfect. No, they're, they're going downhill, uh, but they're perfect. Yeah, they're they're perfect. They're perfect. Uh, eight out of four. I, dude, our, is our podcast going to start going up in ratings and like holistic medication <laughs> hope so. under health or something? Man, those people are. There's a mad. lot of medical problems out oh, there, you guys. Jesus. Oh, um, this is so great. So I, I'm very, okay, I'm very concerned about to our know, I just want everyone to know that. Um, another Woodshop podcast is officially on Yelp. Yes, we are on Yelp. On the we're a business it's based page. out of. It's on 69 East 69th Street in Omaha, Nebraska. <laughs> oh, my God. oh, some poor business is going to try to claim their business there, and they're going to be like, "What is this? Another well, Woodshop podcast? Oh. It's already claimed by us. Uh, I know they're going to kick us also because that's the only thing I could choose. We're a radio station. <laughs> 
All right. So if we get random emails or calls about people trying to like record stuff. Yeah, that that was my next question. If we get a review over there, are we going to get an email update? Probably. I don't know if I'm going to have time to like go and search for this. I need email updates. <laughs> All right. This listen. is so uh, this is so great. We're going to be on every platform, guys. Yeah. I, I mean, it. we're going to uh, be on GeoTag or GeoCities. Uh, GeoCities. <laughs> Geo <laughs> armpit tags. Oh. Yeah. All right. This next segment also is brought to us, or we brought into it by another angel. And it's the same angel, actually. It's Dan. Sorry, I'm very it's tired. Dan. None of these At things. a different time. Yeah, it's a different time he's of his life. He's grown so much since then. Yeah, his singing has really improved. But Dan's going to sing right now. Take us right into that. What's on my bench? Amazing. Another incredible rendition of What's on my bench. If you listen closely every week, it's different. He sings it live <laughs> every time. It's not quite the same. Yep. So. You just got to rewind um, and re-listen. Yeah, you just got to do it He backwards. definitely wasn't coughing this week while doing it. <laughs> Uh, Dan, what's on your bench? Um, whole lot of the same from last week. Uh, Etsy orders, yada yada, slide tables, so on and so forth. I really don't have a whole lot to add this week. My life has been pretty boring. Pete, what's your basically? Week? I live in Nebraska <laughs> in a cornfield. There's nothing going on. Pete, cornfields. Writing it down. Cornfields. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he doesn't have a lot, so I just want to fluff it up a little bit. So Dan is knocking out Etsy orders, side tables, cornfields. Yeah, side tables. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, it's like, you know, you finally, fi- finally found a small project, but there's so many of them. It's like you're talking about the walnut desk again. It's just like weeks of it. Like, yeah, side tables. Again. Well, let me go back. <laughs> so I've made, I made a really cool base for a, a side table. And I keep going back and forth with my client and they just don't like it. And I finally just broke down and made one out of the material that I'm going to make all their side tables out of. And they still don't like it. I'm like, maybe if they see it in actual like three dimensions, they'll like it. And they didn't Is like there it, so. the opportunity to have them send you some inspiration for what they would like? Yeah, I've been yeah. waiting for a couple days now for that inspiration. Because I'm afraid that like they want another, what, seven tables after this? Yeah, that's going to be quite a bit. Yeah. So I like, was hoping to have this done before 2021 is over. And it's not looking like that's going to happen. Here's the thing. If <laughs> I want one table or two tables, I'm going to be specific. If I want seven tables, all unique, and none of them look different or look the same, what you sent was like, I think. Perfect. I think it was yeah. phenomenal. It was fly. I'm going to keep yeah, it. I'm going to keep it. I'm going to put a different top on there. I haven't decided what I'm going to do yet. And, uh, I'm just going to list it on the local marketplace and see if it sells. Or maybe I'll just keep it for myself. I don't know. Well, the one good thing that's getting yielded from all this is you're making... Oh, I'm making digital files to sell on Etsy. And I've sold upwards of like three or whatever. (laughs) Going to be getting a new house soon. (laughs) What up? What up? 212? Whatever. I don't know. Go on. (laughs) Pete. Mike? No. I threw it to you first and then I came back and... We're going to go back to that. Okay, so I'll, I'll go now. Um, what did I do this week? So, no, this has actually been a very busy week. And it's... I cannot tell you guys how excited I am because my shop is officially finally falling into place. My table saw finally came off of its uh, casters, the built-in casters, and it's sitting where it's going to be for probably ever. Um, so... This week, we um, we installed the new lights in there. I got a recommendation from Ben Myers on new LEDs. I was trying to get more of those. Mike, the lights that you have in your new shop, I was trying to get more of them. The Costco now ones? Yeah, the Fate ones. They they make them still, but they're completely different, and they have a slightly different hue, so I don't want to kind of mix and match. I'm very OCD. 
So I ended up getting those Barina lights, like the That's eight the foot sections. I have, but I have the four yeah, foot. Yeah. Well, so here's the thing: I got the four footers that you had too. I don't think I got enough of them because I was like kind of underwhelmed because they're single. They're not ballasts, but ballast, whatever. Um, but these new ones are amazing. Nice. I, eight foot sections. There was ten in a pack. There were I think like buck eighty on Amazon. So super worth it. Shop's nice and bright. That's getting done. I also, um, I'm super stoked because I partnered up with Leverack and they sent me out one of their storage units for the garage. If you don't know what that is, check out my uh, most recent stories and posts. But basically, it's a large rolling rack that lets you store like like so much stuff. Way more than I was able to store in my old place. That's awesome. So I have all these boxes in a shop that I'm going to unpack. I'm Probably after we hop out of here, I'm going to go back in the shop, unpack more of it, and then get everything sorted out tomorrow. And I'll finally have the shop completely laid out. And That's awesome, dude. The last piece of the puzzle, the CNC. So the Onefinity, I got a shipping notification. It is coming Monday, officially. They're nice. Oh, and this, one this, month coming, late. this coming Monday? Yes, like this coming Monday. That's I great, was shocked dude. Because they were still on like second week of August, last time I checked. And I was supposed to get mine the third week of August. Now it's coming. So I'm still, Did you I still have to build the table. Spindle wired? No, not yet. So that's that's the project for this weekend. Um, it's also like my one year wedding anniversary with Emma, but I mean, I don't think she that was expecting anything. Yeah. yeah, she's not expecting anything fancy. So one, we're just gonna, it's the like, paper anniversary. Shop all weekend. I'm thinking. Yeah, I'm thinking when I come to New, New Jersey, I'm going to put my spindle in my carry on case and uh, have you wire it. Wire up. it. Yeah. Is that cool? Can, can the, we do that? Not the worst idea. I mean, if you want to <clears> pay for that extra, it's it's heavy. <laughs> Actually, all you need is the connector. That's all you really need. I'll just put it in my my my. Check in let luggage yep. or whatever then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just don't bring the spindle. You don't need that. <clears throat> it's super heavy. Uh, but yeah, so lights. I might paint the shop, but eventually I don't feel like doing it right now. Um, got lights, got the lev rack, getting everything organized. Table saw is finally down. Tools are spinning, which is great. I'm actually using them. And then got to just build that table for the CNC and we're done. Love it. Stoked. Yeah, that thing Mike, looks Mike, what's up with you? Um, I... I'm really exhausted. I don't really. Ha- I'm not going to go into a whole lot. I'm really. I really have a lot going on, but I'm just kind of tired and burned out from the move right now. Everything's been kind of like an uphill battle for the whole thing. So I have a lot of things I'm trying to accomplish. But um, <clears throat> I guess I'll quickly go over like the house stuff. Um, I the contractors. My contractor friend did a lot, like a lot of stuff, really quick for me at the house. He got a wall framed in, but that was an opening between the kitchen and the fridge, or the kitchen and what was, uh, what's, we're going to make my wife's office and my office too. Um, so got all that done. Uh, I just picked up today, I picked up all the white oak butcher block countertops <laughs> for the kitchen. That is, that stuff looks really good. Um, I'm really excited for that to go up. I did some plumbing yesterday. I rechanged out all the the uh, what's up, Dan? You may have you may have mentioned this prior in in prior episodes, but is that uh, solid white oak? Yeah, it's yep. it's inch and a half solid <laughs> white oak. It's it's that's the really lumber nice. liquidator stuff, right? Yeah, it it's real yeah, nice, good stuff. It was a, it's inch and a half thick, twenty five inches wide, and uh, I got two pieces that are twelve foot long and one piece that's eight foot long, um, and they are just. There, it's like a lot of the st- you know it's like butcher block it's the thin slices a lot of it's quarter sawn it looks really good like I can't wait to do it so I've been trying to figure out how I was gonna do that yeah Dan something to think about for your thing um but the uh but it looks really nice I've been trying to figure out like like my guy Dan my contractor my friend Dan he's doing he's putting he's installing it because I just don't have time I'm gonna do the finish work I'm gonna run the um 
I'm going to run the round over on the edge and I'm going to do probably a hard oil wax or a hard, hard wax oil. Oh, so they're unfinished. Yeah, they're unfinished. I, I, I'm going to do the finish on finish on them and uh, we're trying to figure out how we're going to do it. Um, what's that, Dan? What's that, Dan? A meat sh- injector. Is that a meat injector? Hot yeah. beef injector. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Nickname in high school. <laughs> the meat um, injector. So anyways, um, yeah, that's, that's what's going on over there. Uh, just dealing with some power stuff. I don't even want to talk about it on the show because I'm so like exasperated with the power stuff I'm dealing with right now. So hopefully I'll know more next week um, about that. We're trying to move in. It's Thursday right now. We were thinking about moving into the house next week or on Friday this tomorrow. But uh, we're kind of worried about Luna. So I think what we're going to end up doing is load up as much, probably the rest of the stuff for the house tomorrow into the trailer and the vehicles and then go over there, take Luna with us. That way, Luna's there the whole time with with my wife and my son while they're putting stuff away, and I'm coming back to the shop. So that way, she doesn't think we're just dropping her off in a new house. We want her to understand that like this is our new house, so all of our stuff's there. So we want her to like she's got the smells. Yeah, Luna, Luna's uh Luna's had a pretty bad puppyhood, so we're yeah we're, uh, we're I don't want her to get scared. I think the first week's gonna be a bit tough for her. So that's the plan with okay, that. This is one floor. No more stairs for her. Yeah, her hips are gonna stop hurting so much. I think. And You're in the basement, right? No, no, they don't do that in California. They don't do basements, but um, yeah. So it's it's just a uh, slow going. I got my my uh one of my dad's cousin. He's a cousin of mine. He came over and painted today at the house. I still got basically next week. I got a bunch of stuff to do. I got. I thought you said one of my dad's cousins. No, I thought he said one, cousins. One, one one of your dad's like wait would you, cousins. I thought he said one of my dad cousins, and I was like, what what is that? No, I just I, in my brain I was like one of his dads, right. my two dads. Um, so next week I got to finish up the my deck, and uh, the front yard got redone. That looks really good. I uh, got a lot of stuff. It looks really, really good, dude. Yeah, he did the a really good job. The photos he sent were great. Yeah, he did. So anyway, we're just getting stuff ready to sell. I just want to get the house listed ASAP so I can just move past all this. But anyway, that's it for my week. Um, I guess that's it for all of us, isn't it? Yeah, that's yep. it. We're gonna jump yep. into questions. We got six questions this week. Uh, we're going to be kind of doing a speed round. Uh, we're going to take advantage of dittos wherever we can so we can keep things moving here. Oh, man. Oh, man. Can I start with a ditto? Yeah. Ditto. You, you, I'll just, Pete, you're answering them all. Uh, the fir- we'll just ditto everything. No. <laughs> I'll keep it short. <laughs> no, the first, uh, yes, the first question yes, is from... Six inches. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for not going above eight. Uh, the first question is from Adam Barnett. Here he is. Hey, guys. Adam here from Barnett Custom Woodworks. So I'm a musician, uh, not so much these days anymore. Um, you know, kids, so two jobs, and <laughs> the woodwork is just taking over my life. But uh, I have an old buddy that I used to work in a music store with who constantly hounds me to build him a guitar. And I just, I don't have any interest in doing it. Like, it, I know that it's a huge project and what's going to go into it. I have a friend who is an amazing luthier, and I just watch him do some of this stuff, and I'm like, yeah, I don't want to do that. <laughs> it's amazing, and it's gorgeous, and it's cool work, but I just, I personally don't have any interest in it. Uh, but it made me start thinking, has there ever been a project that someone kept bugging you guys to make that you either A, just flat out said no forever, or B, finally gave in and made it? Tell me that story. Thanks, guys. Talk to you soon. Dan? I've been thinking about this question since we heard it on the pre-show, and I literally can't think of anything. I'm too much of a uh, 
what do you call it? A shill for money. I don't say no to much of it. I have another word for it, but okay. <laughs> I didn't want to say that word. Uh, I can't think of anything. I'm sorry, Adam. I, I don't say no to a whole lot of things, but I might in the future. We'll see. I don't know. Mike, what do you think? Um, I have, I don't, I haven't said no to things, but I've definitely gotten like, I've definitely had the conversation with the people where like, I was like, Hey, let's see if I'm the right guy for the job. And then we get to the point where I'm like, yeah, I'm not the right guy for the job. And I've told them that. And I said, Hey, you're probably gonna want to find someone else. So I've done that for sure. I'm trying to think of like a specific example. I'll be real honest. I'm like super exhausted and I can't think straight. Um, (laughs) but I mean, I'm, I mean, when you have a business and you pay your bills with it, it's kind of like you got to say yes to a lot of stuff, but um, a lot of times I'll be like, it's going to be super duper expensive and then kind of think <laughs> think they're going to go away and then sometimes they don't go away. But so, yeah, that's, I mean, that's one of my tactics as well. Yeah. Like so you just, give them that, uh, that go away price. Yeah. So um, I can't think of anything, Adam, but yeah, it's happened. I Actually, definitely... I just, I just thought of something I did this past the week. Somebody reached out and they wanted a thing and they wanted it by like, tomorrow and i was like well i can do it but it's going to be really expensive and uh i probably won't get it by your deadline because that's kind of crazy at this point she wanted like a big live edge uh like a uh, headboard i can't i can't do that in three days i, I can't i can barely source that in three days so i had to say no to that I'm sorry Pete, go I, I just thought of one i while i was right in the middle of uh doing the house for the, the purchase for the house uh, a couple weeks back, like we were in the middle of everything and we were getting stuff ready to move. A, uh, a local lady asked me if I can make, it was a, it's like a table for a party. Basically, look, you know, sawhorses, you know, sawhorses look like basically the table. They wanted it like pretty much Tell me more. put together like rustically, but they wanted the base to just be two sets of sawhorses. It was a look they were going for. I didn't want to build it. I also didn't have the time they needed it by like that weekend. I pushed the job to yeah. my friend, Sean, he <laughs> was able to take care of them. Um, I couldn't do it. I just couldn't do it. So I said no to that, but I did give them a referral. So anyway, Pete, sorry. Uh, No, that's, I, I, I'm going to kind of ditto Mike. Like I've, I've kind of priced them to a no, um, usually because like, there's not a lot, like if somebody has a cool project, I also want to be kind of excited about it. If it's really bad, I, I despise making really poor quality stuff though. Sometimes people are like, Oh, I want to make this like Adirondack chair out of two by fours. And I'm like, well, have fun. But, well, can you like make it for me? Or, like whatever. Like, I really have no desire to do it. <laughs> like, I got other work to do right now. Uh, and then usually it's the problem is uh, the price is not right. It's people trying to like just like thinking like, oh, let's do a fun weekend project. Like, I don't have time for that. Sorry, dude. <laughs> like this this is a side business for me, so I can't. Like, I need free time or money. Um, so yeah, same thing. I, nothing that really done that. Although I would say. Do the guitar. I think it's a fun project. And actually, they're not that bad. Tomorrow, I think, did a video on doing one uh, from uh, 3x3 Customs. So, they're pretty cool. Cool. That's it. Um, I will counterpoint the guitar thing. It is, depending on what kind of guitar you're making. If you're making a semi-hollow body guitar, it's going to be a lot of work. But, um... (laughs) Dan. (laughs) Um, Thanks, Dan. Um, this next question is from AJ. He's over at, uh, AJ. What's going on guys. It's AJ over at Crafting and NJ. And I got a quick question for you about resawing. Uh, I resawed once on a little wind that could, and it actually went really well. Um, 
so I've since upgraded to a uh, Rikon 10.324 and um, mm-hmm. haven't resawed on there yet, but plan to. Um, I picked up a few larger blades for it uh, <clears throat> that specifically are meant for resawing. Um, but I was c- more curious on the speed that you would resaw. Um, speed meaning the bandsaw blade, you know, how fast it's going. The Rikon has two speeds, 1445 and 2950. So I was curious, would you rather have it slow or fast? Um, not really sure and looking forward to your, uh, to your answers on it. And uh, keep up the great work. Really enjoying the pod. And um, have a great night. Pete. So first of all, I didn't realize that they made dual speed bandsaws, um, just kind of cool. Mike, you were saying once for like it's for metal and wood. Yeah, the faster wise. speed is for 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 metal that you want to run faster, faster. speed. It'll be slower for metal. Faster speed, you know, metal you, smaller you cut teeth. faster. Yeah, smaller teeth, faster oh. speed. Yeah, it's you're gonna be. Oh, taking, that's what it. Okay. Yeah. Um. So for me, it's like that. Like the speed, I wouldn't even think like what the difference is. But like I, it's all about the feed rate. You never want to be really, especially when you're resawing. Uh. I have my my bearings dialed in pretty dang well. So if I'm really grinding that back bearing on the behind the blade, <laughs> uh, I know I got to back off. Yeah. So because you don't want to grind too hard, um, you know. Right, Dan. Yeah, you know. But yeah, just a little I, bump it's all and about grind. The, the I know. Like you should be very gently feeding that piece of wood through there. The, the saw should really I'm be getting doing like serious '90s like R and B vibes right now. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm about to take my shirt off and start singing. <laughs> Saying, girl, oh girl, my mind. <laughs> yeah, ain't not, Hey, there ain't nothing wrong with a little resaw and grind. Dan, alrighty. Um, I had I had jokes. I had jokes prepared, and I was hoping Mike was gonna throw it to me first. But now I don't think they work. So, oh, variable speed bandsaw, huh? That's cool. Have you guys heard about the? <laughs> Have you guys heard about the so Chicago twenty five or six two four bandsaw? That's the one I want to get. Chicago, Chicago. Electric, yeah. <laughs> well, you said like Chi Town Electric, Rikon twenty ten three two four. Yeah, that all have that reminded me of the uh, Chicago song twenty five or six two four that I kept playing at Mike's house when we were over there. Twenty five or six two four. <laughs> You should have been there. I was I was telling Alexa to play that song like every every twenty minutes. Anyway, um, gosh, I don't even remember what the question was. Uh, slow resawing speed. You want to go slow, and it's all about the feed rate. It's all about how how much you push the wood into the blade and bump and grind. Mike, uh, what really was he looking so for? The, serious I was, answers. I was. Literally, well, that is a serious answer. I was literally just having this conversation with someone. It's all about the blade because when you're pushing the material, when you're pushing a piece through, it's all about how much material the chips, how many chips can be ejected by the blade. So you, by if the you gullet. have like a, like a tooth, yeah, your yeah. gullet, your two, three, skip tooth, you got to have all these things. Anyway, um, it, it really, you really just have to kind of feel it. I mean, you're, you're really, it's. I'm going to ditto these guys because, I mean, you're watching your back bearing. Your back bearing is going to be working hard if you're pushing it too fast. Um, and yeah. you're going to start to notice drift. That's the thing you really want to avoid because it will ruin your resaw. So, anywho, just you're going to feel it. It depends on every every don't machine's be, different. Don't be pushy. Yeah, don't push so <laughs> if hard. If the saw's saying no, no. Don't be pushing rope. Take no for an answer, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Come on, AJ. 
Uh, hey, speaking hey, of AJ. Sp- fun little fact. Fun little fact. Speaking of AJ, uh, he bought my camera from me this week. The one that I was selling. Oh, yes. I'm keeping it in what, what a fool. I totally. Hey, you're getting a nice camera, AJ. It's a good thing he don't li- doesn't listen to the podcast. Yeah. It's a good thing he's not going to meet you in three weeks. Oh, man. <laughs> Uh-oh. There might be some makers over here. Actually, yeah, guys, remember, remember uh, they're going to be in town in three weeks, so you get to meet them at uh, Maker Camp. If what you're do you going. mean by in town? Well, like the town that I live in. Oh, yeah. In New Jersey. <laughs> yeah. The, the state of New Jersey. State of confusion. Yep. Which I'm in right now. All right. Next question. No, I'm just going to see was her fun. dangling. That this. was fun. I want to hear from John. John, she, her. Or no, no, is it she, she, sir. No. From John, she, Shicer. sir. That's what we learned. Shicer. No, he said, he said in chat that it's John, she, sir. Tachi. Oh, is that what he was talking about? I thought <laughs> yeah. he was giving us his pronouns. No. All right. Oh, my God. She, sir. <laughs> Dan's going to get canceled. Hey, guys. This is John with Huntington Builds. I hope you're having a great Thursday night. Mm. So I've been using the free version of Fusion 360 for my CNC G-code with my Onefinity. But I've been running to some of the limits with the free version, and I'm considering upgrading to some paid software. I would like to know what software you utilize and why you went that route. Thanks for your time and the show, and keep up the good work. Pete? Yes. Oh, I get to go first. Oh, please again. go first. Well, John, that was a very handsome question. Thank you for asking it. I really appreciate a it. Handsome question. Um, running for office. See the thumb? Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the free version of Fusion, you should have, you know, most of the capabilities you need for for basic design. You're just kind of limited by exporting and some of the features and how many projects you're talking you can about. Back to that he's talking about time. Cam. Oh, for cam stuff. But yeah. I didn't realize you could use I mean, Fusion 360 for CNC work. Like you can export yeah, it's files got straight cam from and Fusion. CAD. Okay. Right. So for me, honestly, like it's worth it for me. I've uh, I've for a while been so I pay. I, I have the paid version. I there was a sale they were running last year when they went fully paid, uh, and it was like like what was it like two hundred something bucks? Three hundred? Yeah, two fifty, I think, or two twenty. Pete's got yeah. that big New Jersey money. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, that's my business. I 3D design, you know, multiple times a week. There's, you know, I have hours and hundreds of designs in there, um, or hundreds of hours into it. Like I, it's, unfortunately it's, it's worth, it's a, it's a business expense as well as something like, yeah. So, and I enjoy it. I make projects for around the house all the time. And cam is actually something I would want to do. Now, the downside of that is, uh, my renewal is actually coming up in October. And I, I got the email the other day. It was like 400 something dollars for the year. Oof, like that's a lot for software. Um, so I'm just gonna I'm gonna call them and see if like they can offer a deal or whatever. It's just always worth asking. But if there isn't any deal, I'm probably gonna pay that because I actually use it almost daily at this point. Uh, and I and I the sad thing is I'm only using about like 30 40 percent of that application. So I really do want to get into cam as well. I, I think if you wanna, you know, seriously do cam work and design work, that. That's not a massive expense. It's a big expense, but it's like it's worth it. It pays for itself with ease of use and how easily you can control everything. As far as like, I mean, is he mainly asking? Oh, sorry, did I miss? Like, it's all I thought cam. He was looking for like, it's just cam. It's He's all just cam stuff. Cam. He's basically seeing if he needs to get cam. VCarve or VCarve Pro or. Aspire I mean, VCarve or... and VCarve Pro—they're all great, and they're all just different tiers of essentially the same application. Um, if anything, get it and then go up, and that's not a—that's not a. 
that's a one and done, right? There's no yes. paid subscription. Well, for that you get yet, one so. free year of upgrades from them, and then it cancels them. Oh, that's how they do it. Okay, I mean, I think it's worth it. Um, you get to keep it for a while, but I use Fusion, so I'm kind of partial to that. Dan, did you not see me pointing to Mike? Oh my God, All right. Mike. Well, you're pointing at me on my screen, so so well, I, I, could, really I couldn't be pointing actually, to myself. Dan's I, gonna ditto. He also uses Fusion. I don't know who. Mike. I don't know what. Um, I've never used Fusion's ca- uh, cam software before. I, I've never have. Um, I was hella complicated. I but was it's really good. Fortunate enough to just go straight into Aspire. Um, I got Aspire when I got my CNC, and that's a paid software that. So Aspire is totally unnecessary to buy for a lot of people. It doesn't have a whole lot over VCarve Pro. You can do like most of the 3D modeling or all the three. Oh, here's the difference between Aspire. Aspire, the difference between VCarve Pro and Aspire is that you can actually model 3D in Aspire, but you can't model 3D in VCarve Pro. You can import 3D models and carve them, but you can't model them like you can in Aspire. In Aspire. 2D, um, you can do across all of them, 3D. Yeah, just not 3D. Like a, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, and then Fusion, like Fusion is with the free, like a combination of free Fusion and VCarve Pro, you can get like everything done ever. And and really, um, there's other options out there too, like Shaper and then SketchUp. You can draw some of those things in there and then import those files. So that's just another option to look at. But in terms of the actual cam stuff, I mean, I don't really know any other. There's like a... Oh, what's that program? Oh, Mosaic. I'm There's looking easel. at. Yeah, Easel's free. I only ever hear people saying I hate Easel, and then they end up getting a good piece of software. So I wouldn't recommend well, going from Fusion. One, uh, I wouldn't go from Carbide Create. Yeah, I wouldn't trash. go from Fusion to Easel, and based on what I hear from people, but I don't have that experience, so I can't speak specifically. Um, and then. Um, yeah, I. I mean, there's like Mosaic, which is geared towards uh, cabinet shops. I I actually it's like 120 bucks a month. I'm kind of looking at maybe getting that eventually just to play around with it for a couple months. But it looks really cool because it does like production stuff. You can like it'll like as you cut things, it'll print out labels for you to slap onto those parts. Which I uh, cool. really I've got some jobs right now that I'm looking at where that would actually come in really handy. So, anyways, uh, there's different stuff out there, but I think the kind of gold standard is VCarve Pro. So, uh, Dan. <clears throat> I don't know much about the different softwares. I only know about the one software that I. (laughs) (laughs) I wish you knew how much I love that song. I don't know much. All right, sorry. Aaron Neville and Linda Ronstadt. (laughs) Amazing. Anyway, uh, amazing. (laughs) I don't. I don't know much about uh, the different softwares. All I know is that. Uh, a really good friend of mine gifted me a version of Aspire, and it works great. And that's all I know about that, and that's all I'm willing to uh, talk about. Uh, the next, next. is from Josh Friedrich. Hey, guys. It's Josh over at 507 Woodworks. Uh, today's question pertains to the working portion of woodworking. Um, I'm, you know, after a 40 hour work week or at the end of the day, after my job, I got to get a little something in me to get going. So I drink, you know, coffee or other caffeinated beverages quite often in the shop. Um, so it got me wondering, what are your guys' go-to snacks and drinks while in the shop? Like, for instance, Mike, do you drink a lot of coffee? Pete, what gets you pooping? And Dan... 
how many jars of mayo do you eat in your shop per day? Would love to know your guys' answers. Thanks and looking forward to it. Bye. Bye. Pete, Dan? what gets you? Oh, Dan, what gets you? <laughs> Good, Dan. I keep going first. But Dan, you I'll get you up in the I morning. I never ever bring the mayo in the shop. That just that just seems threshold. that just seems irresponsible to me. That's... I just imagine you standing in a threshold of the, like, the shop. <laughs> no, just eating mayo. Yeah, you stand at the wood. threshold and you you like look out amongst work your on kingdom, that today. <laughs> eating the mayo. Uh, you know, I'm a coffee guy. I like I. I'm either I'm either hot black coffee or iced with a little creamer and sweetness. I can't I can't do black iced coffee. I, it just doesn't seem right to me. So I'm one of those. Uh, as far as snacks go, I'm all about the. Uh, currently, I'm all about the sunflower nuts seeds. These are nuts. Seeds. They're de-seeded. There's no <laughs> shell. It's just the nut. Sunflower it's, it's nuts. Easy. Anyway, it's a highly debated topic here on the AWP podcast. Uh, AWP podcast. It's a podcast twice. Dang it. I did it again. Whatever, Mike. Go. <laughs> uh, I do drink a lot of coffee. I haven't been lately, but I do typically drink a lot of coffee. I drink water the most, to be very honest. Like, I keep my hydro flask near me, like, at all times. It just keeps me feeling good. Hydro so. homie. Uh Hydro homies. Uh, I love water like a lot. Um, I snack. My diet's totally changed now. So like I have these things with my program that I'm on called fuelings, which are just snacks. They're just like bars. I eat a lot of these like healthy bars. So super exciting. I could Pete. I could put some yeah. sunflower nuts in a bar for you with marshmallows. <laughs> I, don't That's, I don't know. I feel like I'm being attacked. It's just so uncomfortable. Marshmallow can, nuts in a bar. It. it sounds like a bad joke. Uh, so five marshmallow nuts walk into a bar. <laughs> marshmallow nuts? I meant sunflower. What the hell? Oh, you said marshmallows earlier. <laughs> you could make I like you could make nuts. sunflower nuts with marshmallows into a bar. Like a sounds rice good. krispie treat, except well, you know what? sunflower. Well, roast them over the fire when you're mayo. Oh, that sounds great. Let's do it. Uh, all right. Coffee, obviously. Black coffee couple of ice cubes because i don't like it scalding hot oh, whatever. Uh, or iced black as well dude i fan. did three tours in vietnam you can't even do hot coffee it was a video game we talked about this <laughs> it was a video game call of duty um so coffee water lately it's been flavored seltzers like the truly the croix, La oh, croix. oh. Um, LaCroix, whatever. Yeah, I La love LaCroix. Oh, I thought you were talking about... Yeah. Uh, they make great hard, shoes, hard, though, hard, too. Hard what is that? Uh, no, not a hard crawfish. one. Crawfish? I actually can't. There's no laws when you're drinking crawfish? Claw, uh, white claws. It's crawfish. Oh. No, it's white. It, it's crawfish seltzer. White crawfish. Let Got it. How, let's do a scale. Based. One to ten. <laughs> How much respect do you lose for people when you see them pick up a white claw? <laughs> one to ten. A lot. <laughs> a little bit. A lot. Yeah, we can't yeah. talk about respect right now. Yeah. RSP. RSP. Um... But then, uh, well, one thing that you guys didn't talk about, like after hours, if no tools are running, if I'm just in a shop, yes. cleaning, organizing, whatever, I'm just, I'm pounding all day IPAs because they're actually ales. Yeah, let's talk about that for a minute. I mean, do you guys yeah, ever like, just I'll go just out in your beers. shop and just chill and hang out? If I'm doing a live, you best be damn I do that. sure that there is a bourbon in my hand. I, I posted a video <laughs> of me opening a beer on a bottle opener that I, that I put on my workbench. And I had a few comments say, I never drink in the shop. I don't drink, drink while, while I'm, tools are spinning. Yeah, hi. I mean, Hello. I do have a sauce stop. So hi, fine, but 
<laughs> anyway, no, like, like we don't drink while we work, but like you know, it's a it's a shop, it's a garage. You, it's, like, it's my a it's my it's my peaceful yeah. place, sanctuary. Yeah, sanctuary. That's the word. It's your Andy Tough Dick one. sanctuary. <laughs> um, this next question. Oh, wait, did we get? To, did everyone answer this? I don't know. Are did you? Yeah. Mike, did you? What was the question? Oh, I drink coffee. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the next question. The alcohol part of it. Like, <laughs> oh, I don't drink. drink I don't. I haven't dude. drink. I haven't had alcohol since I started my diet. It's a super bummer. It's really tough. It's but, all fat. You yeah, yeah, I just drink. Wait, am I fat? Oh, calories. What are you talking about? No, um, you're slim. I think that was. Okay. A, I think that was an attack. Your hat looks giant on you right now. I wish I had, like, when I have this kind of stress, I really just want to pound like. 20 I like porters right now like so bad <laughs> anyway uh the next question is from ken robertson ken he just bought some yetis for me or tumblers he's great hey guys this is ken robertson i had a question on how you do inventory management with uh projects you're going to sell versus personal projects uh, you know oftentimes with things you're going to sell you want to track all your expenses um probably keep track of receipts so you can submit them for tax purposes um, but how do you also kind of balance that with personal projects where maybe you bought something, you know, a piece of wood f- a year ago for your personal collection uh, and then end up using it on a project you're selling a year later? Um, kinda, how do you manage some of those things? Do you keep the items separated? Um, do you keep like a spreadsheet of all your, your purchases and, and pricing and all that? Um, anyway, just curious. is kind of something that had been on my mind recently. Thanks. Uh, I'll go first. Please do. So you don't need to track stuff like that for this because, I mean, when you're like doing it. So for me, I don't need to track it because I buy everything I buy is a job expense. Everything that comes into my shop is a job expense. If there's material left over, what am I going to report that? Like, I was wrong. It wasn't a job expense. I'm I'm actually using it for personal use. It's no longer a write-off IRS. You're not going to do that. It's just it's all comes in as a job expense. No, you uh, you keep um, it and, you keep it in your shop as inventory. Yeah, it's just it extra inventory and you use it eventually. Eventually, it's going to be a um, – either way, the cost is written off. I put all my costs on one credit card so I don't have to save receipts. I can just – with QuickBooks, I can just categorize each thing as an expense. I can just do it in there as I'm doing it. I go through my – at the end of the week on Friday when I'm done at the end of the week, I go through. I open up my app and I do all my expenses right there um, and I do all my mileage. So I don't keep any receipts. I don't keep any inventory. The only thing I am inventorying right now is now that I'm doing these tumblers, I do, I did keep a spreadsheet for myself of what I have on hand so I can kind of on the fly answer like how many I have on hand. I'm probably going to stop doing that pretty quick. I don't see really any need of it because I'm not selling like 20 of these things a day. So it's not really necessary. I can easily look at it and go, okay, I have this many left. So, um, I, for the size of my business and for, because I'm the only person handling my consumables, uh, even when I have my, my cousin helping me in the shop, he's not using any of the consumables. He does like gimp work. He's like a shop gimp. He puts on his, his leather mask what? and he's a shop gimp. So <laughs> anyway, he, um, he doesn't, he doesn't affect any of the inventory. So I, I, I affect all the inventory. So there's nothing to track as long as I paid for it and I've gotten my write off. I'm good. Dan. I want to say ditto to everything Mike said. Everything is a shop expense. Anything extra just goes into the inventory. At the end of the year, when I do my taxes, my accountant will ask me, how much do you have in inventory? And we figure that out. And, you know, you report that. 
as far as personal projects go, I don't even know what that means anymore. Right. Um, <clears throat> I wish I could, but I don't. Uh, I'm going to keep my answer short, Pete. No, I, I think that's perfect. Yeah, because like honestly, at this point, with the volume we're all doing, it's any personal projects or if you, even if you build a table for yourself and how like if Mike builds a table for his house compared to all the other tables, it's basically the, the equivalent of the offcuts he was going to have from the jobs. That's how much wood he's going to use because my, my whole thing's always been this has been a hobby that has started making me money and I keep growing it so it makes more money so that I can enjoy this hobby even more, whether it's 3D printing uh, or you know CNC work, lasers, whatever. All that was paid by the hobby and this is my hobby. So all of it is personal, but also a business. And technically uh, you know, speaking, anything that we make that is personal can also be written off as a business expense absolutely. because we're all yeah. quote unquote influencers and anything mm -hmm. that we make yeah. is part of the business. I've actually absolutely. kind of changed. I'm not really doing content on customer stuff so much anymore. I'm only doing content on my personal stuff now because it takes a little stress off of my yeah. my builds. And then now that answer Dan just gave, now it's a write-off because it's, it's part of my work. Yep. So, and the inventory thing, like at the end of the year, if it's in your shop, it's inventory. So, like, you know, that's fine. People throw out inventory all the time, or give it away, or whatever, or use it for practice. I make a shop jig. I'm not going to write it off differently or whatever. It's it's yeah. I, I don't think you need to specify that. I think it's okay to have the hobby or have the the side gig pay for the hobby. Yep. Good question. Um, the next question is from Max Steck or Maxwell Steck, depending on if you're his Maxwell. Mom. Hey, guys. This is Max from Maxwell's Works. I'm a trim carpenter, and I'm looking into ways to capture more dust and create better air quality surrounding me. I was thinking about getting the fast cap sawdust hood that goes on your miter saw. And along with that, I was thinking about either getting maybe the smaller Festool HepaVac or the Harbor Freight Dust Collector. But I wasn't sure what was better to have that higher CFM or if that HEPA filter was better for my health. Let me know what you think. Who wants to go? I will. I'll go. Nope. Mm. Dan. Dan. Dan first. Dan has a sassy joke. Go. No, I don't have a sassy joke. I actually have a, a legit serious answer. Mayo. No, uh... uh. <laughs> <laughs> so... I, I was thrown a little bit about uh, by this when we listened to it uh, in the pre-show. He said he's a trim carpenter. And, and in my mind, that to me says you're on the job and you're on location uh, more than 50% of the time. So right off the bat, I'm thinking you're going to want something that has a decent dust, dust collection with a like a, a dust extractor, I think. It, that's going to be hard to like bring along a Harbor Freight dust collector to a, a job site. You know what I mean? Maybe, yeah, maybe I'm way off base here. So no, if I was, if point, I was him, he did if, mention the, the hood for the miter saw. So I'm assuming he's setting up a miter saw and trying to capture the dust on site when he's in a house. Maybe yeah. I, I see. I've never seen the, uh, the fast cap hood that he's talking about. I, I don't know. What it's literally about. like a, a, a felt, not felt, but like a fabric hood that has like, I'll send you the link, but it, it's actually pretty neat. You ever see the Oregon Trail? It's like the back <laughs> yeah, of the wagons. Yeah, it looks like it does, 100%. It, it actually looks like that, but it's over the, the miter saw. Okay. And it has like a bucket catch on the bottom. 
So yeah, if if that's the case, I would definitely go with a dust extractor. And like, uh, I mean, if you can swing it, get the festival. I, the dust, the dust uh, capture on that thing is phenomenal. Pete, do you want to go next? So for, uh, I'm going to give two answers. The if you're going on site, I think CFMs is the most important because you just want it like a shop vac or a dust collector, like you know, a nice uh, like. Festival vac or something um, that will just have very good suction and collection. And a lot of those do come with HEPA filters, which is a nice little benefit. Um, so the higher you go in CFMs, you're more likely to get that as well, especially if you're using it with something like this uh, fast cap hood. Now, if you're in your shop, uh, you know, obviously CFMs also important, but like I'm now I'm getting to that point where I want to do more closed door woodworking and HEPA filter has become something I think about a lot. Uh, when I'm when I'm doing woodworking, I have it all in my vacuums, and the next dust collector I'm getting, I want to make sure they get that. I'm looking at the the Laguna P Flux series as well. I just gotta I'm working some, trying to figure out which one's gonna be best for me. But the reason I'm looking at it is because it has a HEPA filter on it, and if I'm woodworking in the shop with the doors closed a lot, that's kind of a nice benefit. Um, so the nice thing is if you're looking at more CFMs, so a more quality tool, you're probably gonna get that HEPA feature as well, whether it's small vacuum or a dust collector. Mike, what do you think? I think HEPA is really important because that's – so the one micron filters, um, they work really well. But the ones the, – the particles that get out of that and escape it are the ones that will get you. And by that, I mean kill you. So you, you if you want to get a dust collection system, you want to get something that's going to like keep you alive. So um, – but once you get into like really, really big dust collectors, they just don't have HEPAs sometimes. So it just doesn't happen. But um, I, I imagine – is if you're a trim carpenter, I think you're asking for your shop at home because this is like you're asking about your hobbyist woodworking, not your day job stuff. But you did mention trim carpentry, so I'm not really sure. Um, so I don't really know. I'm, I'm kind of confused a bit as to where you're actually needing it. So if you're needing it on site, you need to get that Festool uh, shop vac. If you're going to have it in the shop, that Harbor Freight dust collector is so cheap and it's such a good value at that low price to get you up and running with a dust collector. I think it's a good way to go. You can also get be- uh, like um, you can get bags with tighter tolerances too. They're not quite HEPA bags. I don't think that's a thing. But you can get pretty low microns on there. So definitely a good option to go is with the uh, with the dust collector. But it really depends on what you're using in your shop. I mean, if you don't have a whole lot of upright like stationary tools uh, with the four inch dust ports, that oh, Harbor Freight's going to be kind of useless. If your shop's mostly populated with uh, powered hand tools. Just get the Festool. It's just gonna, you're gonna be really happy with it. So, and, or the Merca. I mean, I'm gonna throw that name out there as well because I actually have the Merca and the Festools. I I like that Merca a lot. The Festool has a lot more what's accessories that, though. So, what's that orange one? Fine. Is that fine? Fine. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Fines are nice. Uh, they have the auto tool on off, and they have the uh, self cleaning nice HEPA filters in those, which the Festool and the Merca do not have. So they actually it's two. Oh, the Merca it, it, has not self cleaning. That has the, oh okay, okay. so the 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 fine and the Dewalt the high end Dewalt they actually have two HEPA filters they're they're like in line in sequence and what happens is is uh every like minute or few minutes the HEPA filter will drop and you'll hear a thoo and then the other one will come up so now this one that dropped is activated but when it drops it knocks all the small particles off into the dust bin down below it's a really cool feature mm. but um. I also we had to when I was at my family's business we had to use them in hospitals it was we had to because California is super strict oh, wow. so anyway um, yeah those fines are good um, that is actually the show and we did actually get through pretty is quick. that it and 
That's well, it. You that's get pretty what quick you don't. For us. You wait. That is very quick. Yeah, that is quick. We've I swear, this never happens to us. This has never happened before. No, even even our quick shows are pretty long, ladies. Yeah, yeah it's because it's because we love you guys so much. Okay, this is a quick show. It's it's uh it's my fault. It's I'm really exhausted from the move, so we, we had to cut it short this week. And also Dan it's and Pete's not fault. You, it's me, but mostly Lefty's fault. It's just it's not you. It's me, the audience. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. Big thanks to all the patrons. You guys are awesome. Thanks for everyone who joined us in the live. If you don't know anything about the pre-show live, that's bonkers. We do that every week over on the Another Woodshop Podcast YouTube channel. Go check that out. Uh, it's fun in there. We just have a good time. It's looser. Uh, it's a little bit. A lot of um, Andy Dick jokes. A lot of oh. big big bag of Andy Dick jokes over there tonight. Um, <laughs> Andy Dick won the poll. If you were in there, you missed that. <laughs> um, anyways. Uh, also check out all of our Etsy stores and the podcast Etsy store. I need to get some tumblers done actually really bad. Uh, so I can get those up for the Etsy store. Um, and then, uh, check us out on YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, MySpace. I think we're on this podcast is on Yelp now, which is weird. Uh, but it's happened. So this is your fault. Really friend me on jobber. Hey, if you ever want to talk about jobber, hit me up. I'm more than happy to talk to you about jobber. Um, anyway, uh, we will talk to you guys next week. We all hope you have a great weekend. And we'll get the podcast out to you uh, Sunday early, Sunday morning. So you can listen to that thing. So, uh, bye now. Bye-bye. 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 Love you all. Bye-bye. Love you a long time. Bye-bye.